Good evening, and welcome to the podcast Fall Asleep 2. I'm your host, Jimmy Joe. And I'm here to talk about things that are unimportant and uninteresting till you take this train to Sleepy Town. For over three years, I was putting out new episodes of this show. Every week. There were some re-releases too, but whatever. And for over four, I have been lucky enough to have a lot of support from listeners all over the world. When I first recorded what essentially became the first episode for the show, I was in a very different place than I am now. It was about four or five months before I released that episode and started releasing episodes weekly. And in that time, I met the love of my life. Made some new friends, started bonding with two cats who would later become producers on this show. I've moved a couple times, all within LA, all within like 10 or 15 minutes of the other places. I have grown. I have decided with Morgan, who also decided that we will spend our lives together. I have been the human to pets as one of the primary people responsible for their well-being, which I had never done before. All my pets previously were family pets, and there were heads of household who were not me. And I lost Melvin. And I am not going to lie. But that is a pretty significant factor in my decision to end the show. It feels weird to do this 
without him. It feels like this show has been a very fulfilling part of my life. But it has also been a part of my life that I have largely moved on from. I've grown in my ambitions, my life, my priorities have changed somewhat. And although I do get a lot of joy from doing this show, and I find it extremely rewarding knowing that I am helping people to relax, to fall asleep, to find some comfort. I think this is a chapter, this is part of a chapter of my life that I, I've got to leave behind so that I can put my best foot forward in the next chapter. There are so many people who have really been wonderful in their support of the show. JJ, Lana, Lisa, Liza, Max. Lily, Eleanor, Eve, Dan, Tess, Madison, Emily, I say Elizabeth, Sophia, of course all my friends that I know in real life who's been who've been very supportive as well. Um, it's been pretty great. Amy, forgot about Amy. Katie, Bonnie, Alex, let me get back to Bonnie actually, Bonnie probably my uh, most, well my biggest fan. And there's no way I can thank any of you properly for 
the support you've given me. But I will tell a story for Bonnie. This is about how we found Moose, a new friend. I may have told some of this in the last episode, or in the special episode probably, about Melvin. And I'll tell some of it now. When we lost Melvin, we lost a part of our hearts. We being me, producer Moose, fiance Morgan, and many people who had known and loved Melvin. And that was a pain that I won't get into now. But it was devastating. And we responded in different ways. And I felt that I needed time to grieve Melvin. Just with those in our family who had known him. Me, fiance Morgan, and Moose. Morgan and I knew that we would get another cat. We didn't want Moose to be alone. But I thought that would be something far off in a few months. But Morgan looked online and she found a cat that she thought might be ours. And I agreed to go meet him. He was only about ten minutes away. And boy, was he cute. He was a cute, cute kitty. But... I wasn't really ready to open my heart up like that just then. And this cat was so cute. And we just didn't feel a kind of connection that we wanted to feel. I think we could have had that connection eventually, but it wasn't there right away. And I knew that a cat that cute in that kind of foster situation with a family who clearly was going to take care of it and make sure that he got adopted, I knew he'd be fine. And I'm confident that he found his family, his home. But it wasn't ours. And there was another cat who was also so, so cute. 
this one, we didn't meet in person. We, we met over the internet on a live chat. A video call. And, uh, yeah, it's very difficult to really get to know an animal on a video call. And he seemed like a real, real good boy. And he was so cute. It's cat number two. But I was still not sure if I was ready. And I didn't want, I didn't want to go into a lifelong commitment. Lifelong for the animal, I suppose. Assuming we live normal lifespans. I didn't want to go into it if I wasn't sure. So we... We were told there was us and one other family who they were considering to give the cat to, to adopt. And we told them that maybe it was right for the other family. And I told Morgan that I, I just didn't think I was ready. I was still too hurt. And then... Well, I was also concerned that Moose wasn't ready. For as heartbroken as I was, and as I often still am, about losing Melvin, nobody is more heartbroken than Moose. Moose and Melvin were the most strongly bonded animals I have ever seen. Moose mourned Melvin for a long time. Sometimes I think he still does. But even though I wasn't ready, we were still kind of looking at adoption profiles for cats. Morgan much more than me. One day we were driving, I think we were stopping at this store on the way home, and she said that she found a kitten who had been rescued 
And she read me the profile. I don't remember it exactly, but they said that he had been trapped in a cage, I believe, a trapped in a release cage in South Central Los Angeles. I think now it's just, they just say South Los Angeles, but it's South Central. He cried for three days. A neighbor heard him. He was part of a feral colony. And the neighbors finally were able to get someone to go help. And the people who helped were from the Black Black Cat Holistic Rescue. I'm going to look it up and make sure that's the correct title of the organization. Yeah, Black Cat Holistic Rescue. They found him only maybe 10 weeks old, maybe less. It's just an estimate. And he had come from a feral colony, but he wasn't feral. Not yet. They got him out of the cage. They found a foster family. cleaned him up. They said he was so scared, but once he realized he was safe, he just wanted belly rubs. He wanted to cuddle. He wanted to climb and explore this new area. And something about the profile got my attention. I don't know what it was. I don't have a copy of the profile. It's long since been deleted. I never actually read it myself. Morgan read it to me because I was driving. She knew that I still didn't feel like I was ready, but she read me the profile anyway. Well, she said she found it and asked if I would like to hear it. I said yes. She read it. And I, I don't know what it was, but something felt right. Something felt right. And I, when we got to where we were going, said, can I see the pictures? And there were some funny-looking pictures of a funny-looking cat and a video of him wrapped in a blanket the night he was rescued, still crying a little bit. I think gradually realizing that he was safe. He was with people who would take care of him. 
and find him his home. And he was a little silly looking. Sometimes, just like people, animals sort of grow into their proportions. And he had some growing to do. But for as silly as he looked, he was a very, very cute boy. So I said, let's check it out. And so we reached out to the organization, which is a LA-based rescue organization. LA, at least Southern California. We got it from Anaheim, so that's Orange County, but They work specifically with black cats, some tuxedo cats, but uh, black cats, difficult to adopt, face a lot of danger on the streets. And this boy was all black, as black, it was none more black, to quote uh, Spinal Tap. And after discussing with the rescue, they set up another Zoom meeting, which is not ideal. But we talked to the person who ran the rescue and the foster mom. And she brought this little, tiny, little black kitten onto the Zoom. And he was so silly. And she was in a bedroom. And he was so excited. And he was crawling. Oh, hi, Moosey. Good boy, Moose. Good boy. Daddy's here, buddy. Good boy. Producer Moose making sure I end things right while he naps in the other room producing this episode. And this little black cat, this little kitten was crawling up the headboard of the bed, running around and jumping and playing and cuddling with his foster mom. And I don't know what it was. There was something about him, the way he behaved, his energy. I don't know. But something just felt right. It just felt right. 
and we felt very good about him. The foster mom and the head of the rescue seemed to feel very good about us. And they said, we'll let you know tomorrow or the next day. what the decision is. We said, okay. Sounds good. And we ended the chat, the, the video chat, the video call, and uh, we looked to each other and I said, I think that's our boy. He was rescued the same day as the uh, season one finale. It was two days before Melvin got sick. Four days before he left us. And I said, we're very emotional. We might be reading into things. We might be, we might just be seeing what we want, feeling what we want, who knows. But I said, I think he's our boy. It feels like Melvin sent him to us. Like there was this baby who was stuck in this cage. And because Melvin's an alien, he was able to sense it, and he knew that that baby needed a home. He knew that he needed our home. That he was our baby. But that we would never find him. Unless we were looking, and we wouldn't be looking. So Melvin left us and went back to the mothership, knowing that we would find our baby. Find Moose, a new brother. Not to replace Melvin, because nothing will ever replace Melvin. but to bring that liveliness back into our home that a two-cat household has. To give Moose another cat to be with.
And I said, and if we don't get this boy, it'll only be because there's another family that's right for him. And there's another kitty who's right for us. And we knew that we were not going to be able to relax until we knew whether or not we would get him. And I asked Morgan to pull up his profile again so I could see his pictures. And when she clicked the link that we had texted to someone, it was gone, it was a dead link. And we said, well, what does that mean? And then we got a call from the owner of the rescue who said, we didn't want to make you wait another day. He's yours. You can come get him tomorrow. And on New Year's Day, we drove to Anaheim and got our boy. who would eventually become named Walter. And he was so tiny and cute. And he He won us over pretty quickly. It took a little longer for Moose. But eventually he won Moose over too. That's how we got our baby Walter. And uh, and I want to thank everyone again. For the support that you've given me. As I've been making the show. And even during the hiatus, which really turned out to be more of just sort of the end of the show. During everything, I've gotten so much support from so many people. And really warms my heart every time anyone tells me that this show has helped them. Whether that's people with insomnia or other uh, physical medical conditions that cause them to have trouble sleeping for whatever reason. I've had a few people reach out with varying conditions. 
some people with stressful jobs who listen to episodes to relax. Everyone who's listened to the show, thank you for your everything. Uh, If you're donating on Patreon, thank you. I I guess I'll keep it up uh, if anyone wants to keep donating. I still have to pay every year to host all the files for the show online, so if you <laughs> sort of subsidizing that if you are donating. But, you know, not making no I'm not making new episodes, so feel free to uh do whatever you want with that. But um Thank you again to everyone. I started this show because I have had insomnia on and off for basically my whole life. Since I was a teenager, I feel like. And uh, there are other sleep assistance podcasts and none of them quite hit the right buttons for me. So I thought I would make the kind of thing that I wanted to hear. And I think I've made enough now that for those of you that this show hits the right buttons, you can listen to like, you can listen to an episode How many episodes are there? It'd take you like six months almost to get through this whole, the whole catalog, so. feel like that's good. If you listen every night. I'm just going on and on because I guess I don't know how to, how to end things. I'll, uh, I'll keep checking like the Instagram now and then if you want to. Say hi. I may not be doing so as regularly, but if you send me a message or something, I'll I'll probably see it eventually. But uh outside of that, I suppose this is good night. bottom of my heart. Thank you. I love you. Good night. And sweet dreams.